Get ready for the Organically Blunt Show, the podcast that dives deep into the world of cannabis with real informative conversations. Whether you're a seasoned smoker or just curious, light up and join the conversation. Let's get Organically Blunt. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Organically Blunt. I am Jay Blaze, your host, and this evening I have the opportunity and the pleasure to interview and sit down with somebody I've known most of my life, but also somebody that I recently found out has a podcast of his own. Welcome to the show, Shane, and I hope everything is well on your end. What's up? (laughs) Definitely. Got the lightsaber. That is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Had to go nerdy for a second. Thanks for having me on, Jay. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, so... You have a podcast called The Geekly Gab. I, I probably won't pronounce the whole thing correctly, but... Um, yeah, it, it's a mouthful, uh, mainly because, you know, we wanted to be the only people to have that name. Uh, it's called The Geekly Gab and Nerdical Nonsense Show. Okay, definitely, definitely. You know, I was just talking, somebody was asking me what it's about, and I tried to sum it up, but I think you would be better at that. So for the guests out there, you want to kind of give them an idea of what your guys' show is about? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the Geekly Gab is basically something that formed out of uh, a group of friends who just wanted to go check out conventions and uh, share fun memes with each other. And eventually just slow rolled into uh, a full on podcast where we we did movie reviews for a long time. Now, mind you, this is pre uh, COVID quarantine times. So that kind of changed the dynamic a little. Uh, but we started out as this uh, this little podcast that wanted to just review all the different nerdy movies and shows that are happening because we started in 2016, I want to say. So uh, around that time, like everything started blowing up, like Arrow was being got, got real big and then Flash and, you know, Supergirl and all that stuff branched out from there, got a big, you know, a lot of popularity with the CW. And then, of course, Marvel just constantly rolling into the machine that it's always been since the mcu started in 2008 and um and we just wanted to just to have fun get together at least once or twice a week and just uh kind of shoot the shit and uh the the biggest uh twist for our show was that it was also a stoner podcast where we would just sit down and smoke while we talked uh we had three rules that we always said at the beginning of the show which were we smoke we swear and we're so sorry that we're not sorry uh it was one of our favorite is one of our favorite lines we've always said. We're so sorry that we're not sorry. So we just had to, you know, we wanted to stand out, and I, I thought the, the rules were a good way to do it. And um, definitely, yeah. And then and then after COVID times, we kind of slow rolled out of podcasting. I mean, it's still a podcast, but we actually haven't sat down and done many podcasts together. Um, sure. It's been a lot of uh, convention coverage. We did, I think it was 2016 was our first uh, con we ever covered, which was Grand Rapids Comic Con. So um, mad props to those guys, Mark Hodges and his team absolutely know what they're doing over there. It's such a beast. And they they gave us a chance and said, hey, man, come on out. We'll we'll give you press passes. And uh, if any celebrity wants to chat with you, feel free to ask for some interviews. And I think we got probably two or three that year. And it's just been our thing ever since. Now um, we go to we go con to con, uh, talk to interview, talk to celebrities if we need to, and if we are allowed to. You know, sometimes we luck out; we don't get any interviews, but you know that rarely happens. Usually, the people at the cons they want to talk to people; they 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 dig it. You know, it's just sometimes you don't want, you got to play with those busy times uh, at their booths and stuff. So, but yeah, mostly the Geekly Gab is just uh, a Facebook page now that we 
that we share interviews, we share tons of nerdy memes, all that good stuff. We just like to have a lot of fun and we smoke while we do it. Definitely. You know, we've been nerding for a long time. Me and you are both been nerds. I might not look at as much, you know, but you know it as well as I do. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joes, Ghostbusters, you name it, we got it. And actually, I'm going to have to go off camera here because I didn't prepare. But I have something in the closet here that I want to pull out and show everybody real quick. So I'm going to grab that okay. and I'll be right back and right. then we'll get to this because this is the one thing I held on to from our childhood mm -hmm. growing up that I still have. Like, it's kind of cool. So one second, let me see if I can find Ooh. it. <laughs> Going on out there, I heard there's some people out in the UK watching. That's pretty awesome. Much love out there. Sorry, it's I have the UK as well, so I'm enjoying the weather. <laughs> and uh, I did come prepared, so I have a lot of good that I'll be showing off as well. I guess not. All right. We'll save we'll save it for another day, but because nope. it it's definitely in there. But I'll tell you what it is anyway. I have my Pog collection in pristine condition. Okay. Oh, uh, and it's the last thing from the '90s, really, that I held on to that is like mint. I'm talking Troy Aikman's, Barry Sanders, uh, Shaq stuff. Hawaiian collectibles, tiki, the tiki ones, slammers from different that I've won over the years playing people at school and that when we were all hanging out as kids and mm -hmm. I've, I've still got every single one of them. Hey, if you, get, if you have any uh, Power Rangers pogs or poison skulls, uh, I might be hitting you up for those, man, if you want to sell those. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. 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 I, I have no problem with them. You know, I know they're in good hands with you, you know, for sure. I, that's that's why I uh, definitely. So I do things. Huh? I, I did come prepared and I did bring a few things with me. Now, definitely. If you behind me, I have one of my cases a little hard to see because I'm sitting in front of it. But this sure. is one of, one of four cases I have filled with stuff up here in my nerd cave. Um, but I pulled a couple items. I think you'll really dig this one. Check this out. Oh, shit. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely, dude. Man, that's oh, the stuff we grew up to. 1995, you know? still in box. <laughs> yeah, you definitely always had the coolest stuff, man. You always had the coolest stuff. <laughs> I've been collecting a lot of Power Rangers lately. Um. I, I always collect Dragon Ball Z. My case is kind of covered right now, but it's it's pretty vast. It's literally a whole China hutch filled with Dragon Ball Z toys. Um, yeah. Those those were the one things I held on from when I was a kid that I would never let go. Like no matter what, I, I mean, I traded out some of my older stuff, um, and then of course I got a lot of it stolen from me at a couple of different points in time in my life. So that's kind of what started this whole nerd cave up here. Is like I wanted my stuff back. You know what I mean? And then right. I, a little bit and then some with it you know <laughs> yep yeah, definitely I, i'm gonna be starting to nerd out i think i figured out something i want to get into just for collecting for fun and i've always been as you can see the clock behind behind me on the opposite side texaco mm -hmm. i've always been a car guy and and kind of that kind of nerd and i oh, found yeah. out they make they make miniature gas pumps oh and yeah I, 
I think I'm going to start collecting them, you know, because it's just something kind of different, something cool. I bet I, I, that and rat fink stuff for me, it's kind of got that stoner cartoon era to it. Yep. Like, like he, like somebody just said in chat, super NES. Yeah. We, me, me and Shane, we were super NES Sega guys. We, we nerded it out many years. Trust me. So let's, let's, let's do this. Uh, let's go on the chat. How, what's your favorite NES game? Yeah, definitely. Chat if you're out there and you can date back that fire. Let's hear some of your guys' comments. Let's let's well, interact with you guys. I should say your favorite SNES game since that's the topic. Definitely. Uh, that's a that's a hard one for me because I used to play a lot of SNES. I mean, I loved Joe and Mac. I, I was a real big fan of that game. Yeah. Um, played a lot of hours of Super Mario World. I mean, especially when you got the the All-Stars with Super Mario World, like that special edition boy. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so you had like five games to choose from right there. That was a no-brainer. Definitely. Oh, you got it right there. That has to be mine. I'm not going to lie. Street Fighter Turbo. Yeah, I was a Street Fighter, Fighter nerd. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Oh, Sim City. That's what's up. Definitely, definitely. You know, and and we don't want to bore you too many people out there too much. So we want to talk about a little bit of cannabis too here. So with that being said, you know, I want to break out some of the questions that your mom might not want to be listening to right now. But let's 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 ask the one we always ask. And this is even my curiosity because you know it's been a couple years since we've actually hung out. You know, um, and that being said. When is the first time you came across cannabis and where'd you get it from? Well, first time I ever seen, smoked, tasted any anything uh, cannabis was actually with my brothers. My brothers had been uh, dipping in every now and then, you know, when they were younger. I was about 16 years old when uh, my my brothers kind of were like, hey, man, you know, they, they didn't really like peer pressure me if you will like i mean i hear a lot of stories of like yeah my cousin like forced me to smoke and i just started smoking after that it's like this it wasn't like that at all right they, hey we're gonna go outside we're gonna we're gonna smoke one you're more than welcome to join us if you want and i just thought i was like i mean i'll, I'll give it a shot and you know and apparently i liked it <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely you know you, you, you either like it or you don't and yeah, yeah. I, because I've seen a lot of people with like weird effects that, that they get to like obviously some people are allergic to it but like some people uh it, it can make like really paranoid you know what i mean and have yeah. like intense paranoia that gives them anxiety and i just i feel so terrible for people like that because it's like that's kind of the exact opposite of why i started smoking you know what i mean yeah kind of same like, here yep yep Jamaicans in Canning Town, East London, hashish. Yeah, definitely, definitely hashish. You know, speaking of hashish, not to go off topic here, but I know in April coming up, um, Frenchie, Frenchie Cannoli, um, Madame Cannoli, his wife, they're going to be releasing and having a watch party for his upcoming documentary. Um, and it's going to be a worldwide thing that happens at 3.30 p.m. I don't know the date. You would have to Google it. But um, I'm going to try to be in the watch party. You know, everybody they're going to try to hit every time zone right at 3.30 and be live in every time zone. So, 
it's going to be interesting, you know, because he is like the master of hash and the temp and the tempo balls and stuff like that. So it's very, very, not only if you don't know who Frenchie Cannoli is, definitely Google him. I, he, I can't explain who he is in a nutshell because you just have to see it for yourself. It's yeah, definitely, he is a, a legend that has passed, unfortunately, and he is a big vital part to our cannabis industry and where it is today and where it came from. So definitely, you know, um, so, you know, you, you start, you didn't, I, I didn't catch how old you were when you, you roughly tried it your first time. I was uh, 16 years old. So I was just okay. adulthood when I tried definitely. it. Sure, sure, sure. Now, do you, do you have a preferred way of smoking it? I mean, are you a papers guy, a bong guy? Well, I see. I started, I started smoking um, bowls a lot when I was younger, and I kind of kind of stuck with me, just having like my trusty bowl with me, you know. Sure, uh, sure. <laughs> a little fun fact about me: I, <clears throat> excuse me, got a little frog in my throat. I um, I've probably smoked almost every day since then not every single day but a bit and i still to this day do not do not know how to roll a joint never roll you're one. not you're not the only one i i can do it but i'm not good yeah I'll admit. and, and I when i got <laughs> go ahead when i got divorced my ex-wife was like ha 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 i got one over on you you can't get high no more and i'm like well uh, what am I going to do? And then I bought a cigarette roller back then. Mm -hmm. And I tried, I came across the cones and I tried using them with a cigarette roller. Cause I didn't know they made a roller for them mm -hmm. back then. And that didn't work. And then they, I found the roller from raw and I've been using it ever since. And that's my preferred way to smoke. And that's just me, you know, and the man with, I can't read your whole name. I apologize out there, but some of the popular strains in our area they're always changing. Breeders are always coming out with new things. And um, one of the things I'm going to be personally popping here probably in the next few nights, and we'll be doing some debuting videos on that, will be the GMO Oils 3.0 from Sofem Genetics. And that's going to be a fun one. We're going to be doing a soil series where we're going to be testing three different kinds of soil. And um, I might as well show it why we're on the subject now. We are... Uh, going to be using this product called, if I can bring it in to you, microbiome, microbiometer. And we're going to be testing the soil in many different ways that normal people don't normally do, you know. We're going to get into the microbial side of it and show you guys the life of each soil and what's going on with it and just some different things and have fun with it. <coughs> um, definitely, yeah the man uh anything cheese based is going to be popular um diesel we too. like the yes we like the uk cheeses over here um mm. cheeses are actually extremely hard to find if you got a genetic and a pheno definitely hold on to it because cheeses are not easy to come by especially if it's an authentic good one yep um, yeah i agree that's yeah, actually, definitely i was younger that was actually my favorite anything blended with cheese was always like my favorite i would i used to go to the gathering of the juggalos i was a big icp fan back in the day and that was one of my big things was like by the end of the weekend because i would i would always bring a, a, a big bag of weed with me but like sure. i would go and i would trade out like 
gram for gram on somebody else's strains that they'd have. And I would, I would actively seek out diesel and cheese. Like those were the Definitely. two actively sought out because I knew that they were going to smell good, taste good and produce a really good buzz. Definitely. Definitely. You know what? He wanted, and he, I think you just answered his question. He wanted to know what you started out smoking with. And you, I think you did a pretty good job of answering that for him, you know, definitely. You know, um, for me, it was a lot of Girl Scout cookies, a lot of Gorilla Glues, you know, when it was medical. When it, I've smoked, I've smoked since I was young, like 16, but it really wasn't no strain names when i was young like that we just had louds mids and regs but now <laughs> now you got names you know yeah original new york diesel is great i actually have some phenos for some new york diesel um that i haven't popped that are just sitting in my collection you know definitely you know and like you said you 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 definitely are a consumer you haven't had a chance to really grow yet but once you are ready for that, I definitely want to help you out. You know, I want to get you on the right track, get you set up with some good genetics. I got some newts waiting for you. Um, basically, the only thing you need is the three fundamentals to make it happen. You need a good tent or a location to grow it in or mm -hmm. some sort. You're going to need a good light. And um, basically, you know, I'm going to provide the rest of the what you need other than the soil. I mean, once you're ready, you let me know and we'll get you squared away because I ain't going to let you grow some bullshit. And I've got a closet full of great genetics that we can dig into. So, you know, awesome. we'll definitely, we'll definitely uh, have you squared away. So yeah. um, I, and I do have my, I, I do have my space buckets, which them are great. You could actually put them in a closet and you can grow a plant inside a five gallon bucket with a three gallon insert. You get about, two ounces if you know what you're doing once you learn some training but mm -hmm. um it is definitely um a very hidden way and very stealthy way you can check up they call them grow buckets mm -hmm. um you google it you can find it on reddit there's how to build them i just pr perfected mine to the point of making it fully automated to where my intake and exhaust are active based on temperature and humidity my oh, light is timed in based on the hours. Um, just things like that, that basically keep it so it's fully automated. I can, without disrupting the, the, the environment, I can water and feed. I bottom and water, I bottom feed and I bottom water too in, in this system. And uh, it works great. Obviously you don't do it starting out because your roots got to reach the bottom. So for a couple of weeks there, you might be top dressing or top watering but you're definitely it's 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 great especially if you have a good charcoal filter that's mm -hmm. the key the charcoal filter cuts out a lot of the uh the smells and you then you don't got to worry about it you know because some people don't like that smell in their house and that's why we have the charcoal filters you know but i uh i don't mind it you know when people come to my house they say man it smells like good weed in here and i'm like oh god you can you can smell it and i'm like i'm running charcoal filters so once you get some strong strong stuff it's really hard is having mm -hmm. a beard wearing is having a beard a wearing hats a rule too <laughs> no that's just a coincidence i always wear my yeah. hat and i always yes yep same here you know I, I guess it's just the masculine thing here where we're from you know it, it, it's just how, how it is yep 
Definitely. You know, cheers, Casey. Nice to see you here. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody. You know, so, you know, you did you get high the first time you smoked or did it take a couple of times? I know uh, a lot of people. I hear a lot of those stories like I, I smoked a, a whole quarter to my head. Like I literally smoked on basically uh, an entire quarter with my brothers. I was fucked up. I was. Oh, shit. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. Yeah, can't beat that. So, you know, I got to ask the question because I got to hear the answer. And this is one that tends to catch everybody off guard. Mm -hmm. um, and that is if you could smoke with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? And I want the first organic person that pops in your mind or Ooh. thing or, or character or whatever it is. I mean, the first I have two. I have two because I'm going to give you the organic one. And the one okay. that normal, typical answer. Um, both are probably not doable anymore, regardless. Um, so my more organic answer, the first person that popped in my brain is Willie Nelson. Um, that, that, that definitely would be an experience because I know the weed he smokes. Well, smoke because <laughs> I said it's not it's kind of possible now because he doesn't really smoke anymore. I think he just ingests. Right. Yes. So, but, uh, but it. Seriously, like, when you think of somebody dead or alive you want to smoke with, usually Willie's one of one of the five people that pops up. Yeah, I mean, Snoop Dogg would be a good a good uh, second. You know? Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, but if, if you know my normal go to choice, and sad to say, it probably won't be a thing. Couldn't be a thing anymore. Uh, would be Kevin Smith because I've always it's always been a, a bucket list item to try and you know smoke smoke a J with Kevin, but unfortunately he just quit smoking marijuana too like about a month ago. So I don't wow. know, I don't think I don't know if that's gonna be possible. So you know, but let's let's touch on some of that stuff too. I know you've been a fan of ICP and fan of Power Rangers and all this other stuff. And you've done a lot of great things with your show, and you've covered a lot of Comic-Cons and stuff like that. You've also got to smoke with a couple cool people, you know? I mean, I is it, can we can we spill the beans on any of that, or has that got to be under wraps? There's a couple that I have to keep under wraps because, obviously, there can't be much chat about it. Um, right, right. But I can tell you, one, uh, the first Astronomicon – I ended up uh, meeting a lot of because Astronomicon is a very special convention in Michigan. It it hosts not really because you know you go to a Comic Con normally you see superheroes and like action stars and stuff like that. Well, this one's got is a little more of a different niche. It's very horror based because um, if you're familiar with the group, group Twisted that used to be on ICP's label. They went off and started their own label, and in turn, because they were such Comic-Con fans, they made their own Comic-Con, which became Astronomicon. Wow. So they focus more on horror, wrestling, and stoner comedy. So um, the, the first Astronomicon, I got to do an interview with not only uh, Hall of Famer Booker T, I actually got to talk to uh, Charles Wright, who played a couple personalities in the WWE. He played Papa Shango in the early wow. 90s and he also did the godfather if many people know the godfather from wwe oh yeah so we did a really funny interview it was a complete improv interview it's on my youtube where 
you know, we start out talking and it's just like a wrestling match with the Godfather where he offers, we could do this interview or you could leave with some of my fine hoes and we can call it a day. And I, you know, I, I make the joke, like, are we still rolling? Cut this shit. I'm taking the hose. And we just walk off. That's the whole interview. It's, it was great. It was great. So I thanked him and I told him, I'm like, Hey man, I know, I know you're a smoker. If you want to go out, let me know. And he was like, shit, let's go out right now. So I have a very special Pokemon bowl that looks like a Pokeball I, I brought yep. with me. And we went out to the courtyard at Astronomicon and we got blazed the fuck up for like 30 minutes out in the courtyard. So that was really cool. Definitely, definitely. The man who said, you look, you look like a snow white dwarf that's grown up and found weed. What would your dwarf name be? extra dopey <laughs> <laughs> and kc said hey i got twisted rolling papers with their faces on the front sitting right here ah that's what's up hell yeah i love those guys yeah, definitely definitely yeah yeah man oh, I, i've watched a lot of your interviews and some of the cool stuff and one of the things you know that always makes me laugh about you is when you go to these conventions you find it a priority to find water like, where's Waddle? And I just start rolling every time. You're like, ha ha, I got you, fucker. And I'm like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, so. I call it the, I call it the found you fucker game. Um, so Waldo <laughs> at a con, and it's almost every con I go to. There is very few cons I don't that I go to that I don't see a wall somebody dressed as Waldo from Where's Waldo. Um, and I will I will make sure to take a nonchalant picture um of them walking by or something and i'll post it on facebook and i'll be like found you fucker you know what i mean right um, yeah definitely do, do oh. same thing with female cosplayers who dress up as carmen san diego i'll be like i'll be okay. like yeah. <laughs> I, I never knew that i never seen that one to be honest but i've always seen the water ones and i'm like Yo. i laugh every time i'm like i always wonder if it's ever the same person you know there's been a couple I've seen that are that have been the same that I that I've seen, but like I, usually it is a different person almost every time. <laughs> almost that's, great. that's crazy. And you got to go out to Jersey. Correct me if you were wrong. Yes, that was an amazing Man. experience. Um, so last year Kevin Smith and Jason Muse did the 25th anniversary of Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash which is their comic book shop out in New Jersey. Um, there's been three iterations of the store. Um, and this, this one was uh, number three is, is just, just the best so far. Just so much cool things. We, we had a, a big VIP party out there where Kevin brought a bunch of people from the original clerks film because a lot of the people from clerks, most of them were just normal people that just lived in town that, that like did all this stuff off camera anyways. So Kevin was like, why pay actors when we, we watch these people do this shit? Like uh, if you've watched clerks three, it's very meta. They kind of do the same thing in clerks three where they actually make clerks Dante and Randall. So that's kind of part of the big thing with clerks three. But, um, I do, I do some music as well. That's another uh, hobby of mine. And, uh, I've, I've been doing music for Jason Muse's Twitch channel for some time. And he told me about the bash and I was like, I mean, I could, I mean, I mean, let me know, man, I would love to come see it. And he was like, well, you get, you get your plane ticket, man. And come on out here. Well, let's do this. Let's have some fun. And I'm like, you sold me, man. So I, I, right. I went on a whim and threw some money together, got a plane ticket 
and went out to Jersey for a weekend by my lonesome. Like, and the sad thing is, is I, I had to convince my wife, which was the hardest thing because my wife is from New Jersey and she hadn't seen her family since 2011. And our plans were to go to Jersey this year or that year to see our family. And <laughs> so I had to be like, um, Hey babe. Um, <laughs> you, know what I mean? you definitely had to, a honeydew list when you got back. Yeah, I'm she, sure. She was like, "Yeah, okay, go have fun with Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. Call me every night. <laughs> Make sure you're alive. You know that type of situation." She's really good with that shit. Bless her heart. Man, that's awesome. But like, so, she, it basically it was just a big gathering. Um, like I got to meet Kevin's wife for the first time. Um, I got to talk to Kevin for a good amount of time. They basically had a nice little meet and greet for a while in the secret stash. And then, of wow. course, it did all that good stuff later on. Um, it was just, it was really fun. And being a part of Jay's kind of inner circle with the Twitch community was really awesome because we got to see, like, we got to witness the event multiple times. It's not like we were only supposed to be there one day like a, like a normal patron. We got to kind of witness the background aspect of it, and it was really fun, really fun. And they're actually doing a cruise now coming up here in the next year. So hopefully, wow. hopefully I get to be a part of that, too. I really, really hope so. That would be awesome, dude. Like, you're definitely doing things, you know, just like you said. And I agree, just this year alone, I, I, I had actually really changed for this show, you know, is you can't be afraid to reach out and ask someone for an interview because everybody will, is pretty much willing, you know. And it's awesome, you know. It really is, you know. I'm reached out to some cool people. I'm working on some cool things, you know, telling some different stories here. But, and we always tell everybody's story, big or small, you know. So anybody out there that's listening, if you have a story, don't be afraid to reach out organicallyblunt at gmail.com, organicallyblunt on Instagram, wherever you can find us. And just tell us you got a story and we'll we'll get you scheduled to come on the show. So don't be scared. You know, we got – right now we have a – I'm giving away some new T-shirts that we got designed, some, some tie-dye T-shirts. It's kind of a hippie feel, but it's got our new – our new slap logo on there and um we're gonna we're gonna give that away on the 29th of april so you guys all you got to do is subscribe to our youtube channel go over and tag a couple friends on the post and you're entered it's that simple and the only way i can keep track is if you tag your friends you know if you don't tag your friends and you just subscribe i don't know that you have always entered so you got to do the whole step process there but once you're entered it's basically three easy steps if you're in the United States, I pay you the shipping. If you're out of the United States, I ask that you cover the shipping, but I'll still get you the shirt. So don't be afraid to have some fun with this. It's going to be great. We got new slaps going with it. I'll, I'll probably even sneak a pack of genetics in there for, for the winner. You know, it's, uh, I, I, you never know what's going to end up in the box. You really don't. So, um, you know, that, and that's just what we're trying to do. We're growing the channel. You guys help us get to the thousand subscribers and I got a hell of a package lined up with this, my partners, but they want to make sure that we have a community that is tight knit and that loves just to win, not just to win stuff, but actually our true growers here. That's what they want to see. So, you know, we'll get back to you guys. And I don't mean to advertise and talk advertisement here or self promote, but you know, this is about Shane too. So, you know, I got a few more questions I want to ask you, you know. I want to see if you remember something. And I feel guilty all these years, so I want to apologize. And I can't apologize to your mom, so you're going to have to tell her for me. All right. And that is, 
Do you remember when we were kids and we used to play Power Rangers at your house by the church? Mm -hmm. And um, your mom just got your great grandma's coffee tables. Mm -hmm. And we were playing and I was hiding on the bottom of one and we broke it. Yeah. I, I remember your mom cried and I felt terrible. And to this day, I still, I, I never got a chance to apologize, you know? So I, I got to bring that up, you know? That was yeah. a memory, you know? Because I had the white Power Ranger sword at the time. I remember that. Daba, yeah. I'm still yeah. looking. I was still looking for one of those. I have the dragon dagger in box, but I don't, don't have a Saba and, yet. And I think if I told you where that ended up, you would hate it because I would. I do. You know, I think the batteries ended up going dead. I think we left it outside as kids, and mm -hmm. it, the speaker shorted out on it and everything, and and we ended up just throwing it away. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no, man. Oh, then yeah, then were the good toy days. Yeah, I have uh, Mighty Morphin's probably one of my biggest collections. Uh, oh man, I have. Yeah. Oh man, I have I have all the flip heads. I have some of them in box still. Some of those in boxes are signed by the actors. Um, I've I've interviewed almost every person in the original Power Rangers cast. I've even done. Um, I've been moderating at Grand Rapids Comic Con. So um, if you're not familiar with what moderating is, if um, if they do panels at comic cons for the celebrities, like Q and A's, um, there's usually always a host that kind of mediates everything. Uh, that's what I get to do at grand Rapids. And uh, man, once again, thank Mark Hodges and his team for having me there every year, because it is an absolute blessing to be able to do something like that. Um, and I get paid for it. Like you're going to pay me to talk to celebrities <laughs> over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Where do I, do I have to sign something? Like, do I got to, spill a little blood right on the paper like let me know right let me spray some water on my face am i awake like yeah, yeah I, I get what I, you're saying definitely like i've got to i've got to do panels for like people who play jason Voorhees. i've got to do panels I, last year we did the biggest panel ever grand rapids comic-con had ever done and it was the animated x-men series cast reunion wow and it was, we had 11 people on stage, and that's the most they've ever had for a panel. It was the biggest panel they've ever done. And I got to moderate that. And that one that one hit home because I know you remember, I, I fought like tooth and nail to get home to watch X-Men when I was a kid. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That was that. Those two shows were like my my musts. Like my day would not go on like like at, the world would end if I missed either of those shows Any any particular. Definitely. So... It was a true honor to walk up to those guys, and I do I have okay. I got I got to grab something real quick because go is ahead. A yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm gonna answer a couple questions here. I'm gonna ask you a question if you can hear me, yep. and that says these guys want to know if you have any garbage patch kids. Garbage pail kids? Yes, I have. I have the not the cards or stickers. Um, I actually have a set in my case of the the vinyl uh, Funko toys they made that were they're pretty rare now actually some of them. Wow. I have those. Uh, they were gifted to me from somebody who was moving out of state, and he was like, "I I would just I would just trash these if I if I had anything to do with it." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. <laughs> bring them over." Right. Yeah. Like, no, nah, just take them. I'm like, okay, you know, I've got a couple of them that are worth like I think the. The, the main one, I th he's got like an explosion, like an atomic explosion on his head. I think that one's like a $70 toy. It's crazy. 
crazy. Yeah. Definitely, it, definitely. Yeah, Cards was very popular in the UK. I agree. They were pretty popular here, but I think the UK probably is where it held most of its popularity when it came to the cards. Um, but, okay, so after the X-Men panel, I presented them with something and said, hey, I have this. I've had this since I was a child. I, this, I bought this out of my own allowance when I was a kid. I was just willing if you get, be, see if you guys would be willing to sign it. Every single person signed it, and it was insanity. Man. This is the original tape, Pizza Hut tape, of the first episode of X-Men. And it signed Whoa. all of the voice actors that I did that panel for that day. That's crazy, dude. Heck yeah. yeah. I haven't, like, that was a true honor to have these guys just be like, yeah, I mean, like, to have something like that, that's one of my favorite things to do is is take some of my old pieces of, of just nostal nerd nostalgia and get them signed and stuff like that. Like, I took uh, my original Ninja Turtles tape. I had the first two episodes of Ninja Turtles from uh, 87 on it, and... Uh, I would. I brought it to Indiana Comic Con in 2016. I got three out of the four turtles to sign it for me. Um, wow! I also got Kevin Eastman, the creator. I've interviewed him a couple times, so I got him to sign the tape as well for me. And that was a true honor too, because Ninja Turtles also played a huge role in both of our lives when we were kids. Definitely, yeah. Oh yeah, big time, dude. I was Don Tello. I'm sorry, Same. that was my dude. When we were kids, I tried. I was bigger on Raphael, but like when I got into yep. my, got into the older years, and you know, I actually understood the dynamic of the turtles. Donatello's that dude. He really is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Definitely, like, we, dude. Turtles rap not too long ago, where we took the old uh, the the credit song to the the original Turtles movie, the T U R T L E Power. We 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 took that. We kept the chorus, but we did our own verses on it. Like sure. we were the, and I was like, I'm taking Donatello. Y'all don't even don't even touch Donatello. That's that shit's mine. And like in there, I, I like I I threw it all out there. I was like, you're welcome for the turtle blimp. You're welcome for the turtle van. You're welcome for the tech that keeps the turtles ahead of the game, man. Like <laughs> that is awesome, man. That was hard, man. I was like, you have to for Donnie. Like everybody thinks he's like a a wimp, man. No, nerds go hard, dude. Nerds go hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Even and that's what they're saying in the chat too. You know, they're loving yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You know, we we all grew up on that stuff. We're all, you know, a lot of the audience is is in our age genre, and uh, man, I'll tell you, we grew up to all them fun cartoons. You know, I almost almost on top. If I couldn't have found this type of background here i was half tempted and i know it sounds crazy but i found a ren and stimpy and i was about to throw that up here ren and stimpy i i, <laughs> I actually i've got another story that involves ren and stimpy if you want to hear it sure. um, i got to smoke with ren and stimpy artist bob camp um he see i, I okay so the, my first grand rapids show um we met up with a couple uh, Canadians that were there, they actually got married at Grand Rapids Comic Con because a lot of the Kevin Eastman was there. Three out of four of the Turtles suit actors from the first couple films were there, so they all were a part of this wedding. It was all Turtles themed, and 
we got to hang out with the the bridegroom throughout the the weekend, and we found out that they were they were smokers, but they were, they were from Canada, so they had no link, no contact to get anything at all. And we were like, "Oh hell no! It is not your wedding night, and you have nothing to fucking smoke. That's some bullshit." No. So we went out to the car, we rolled them like four jibs, we brought it back into the con, gave well well. We didn't bring it back to the con. Let me restate that. We brought it to the front of the con and they took it to their car. I don't want, I, I want to make sure that's very clear. We did not, we don't bring sure, sure. marijuana right. in, in there because that, you know, kids and everything like that. Um, but we brought it back to him, said, hey man, take this, have a good fucking night, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that was, that was Saturday. Sunday rolls along. We see him again. And he's like, hey, and and he's he's an avid comic or he actually volunteers a lot working with the celebrities as like their handlers. And um, his name was Shane Jensen. Uh, he's no longer with us. Uh, may he rest in peace. But um, he he uh, he approached us and said, hey, man, I've been talking to Bob Camp all weekend and and he's been looking for a place to smoke and and, so, and somebody to smoke with. And I, he's like, I figure I return the favor since you guys graciously hooked us up with some weed last night and i'm like okay let's do it so we all went out and this was like right when grand rapids started that law where like your first offense is like a 15 dollars ticket for smoking weed yeah. or something so i mean i lit up everywhere in front of the meter maid everywhere. i didn't give a shit. um and we found a nice cool quiet spot to chill we smoked and it was really cool. And Bob, Bob and his wife even gave us a little, little, little nuggy boy for at, the, at the end, just, just for our efforts and stuff. Cause they, they didn't have any papers. They just had a couple nugs and I was like, don't worry about it. We'll roll a couple. We'll meet up and have fun. So that was a really fun. That was, that was one of my first Grand Rapids comic-con moments too. So definitely, definitely. You know, and I see that, you know, I see that it's it, comic-cons are starting to even grow in my opinion, cause I'm not into it like you are, but just watching from the outdoor looking in more places are starting to do them now. Well, uh, Muskegon's starting to bloom. There's uh, really when, when you, when you think of the big ones in Michigan, you think of motor city comic-con, which they do two shows a year. Um, okay. the grand Rapids comic-con, um, Astronomicon is getting increasingly bigger by the year because they knock out the guest list like crazy. Like they just had all of Kevin's people. Kevin was supposed to show, but uh, weather permitted him to show for the convention. But like they had a whole wall of US Universe people because um, they they know what they they know what they have, they know what they want, they know what their fans want. You know what I mean? Um, those are like the really big ones, and I, I'm hoping I'm not forgetting any. Um, but of course, there's also some mid-sized cons. Like I, I also attend uh, Cherry Capital Comic Con, which is in Traverse City. Uh, they do the Monroe Pop Fest in Monroe. Um, uh, Gary is a really cool guy, and he runs that show very well. Um, Pat and them run C4, the Cherry Capital one in Traverse City. That one's a really awesome one. It's right in the resort and spa. So the rooms are a little pricey, but I mean, it's just like S tier. You go to your nice room, you come down to the convention floor, you don't got to go anywhere. It's really cool. Um, there's a lot of smaller ones. There's Tulip City Comics and Toy Fair that'll be coming up in Holland here at the end of April. We just did Mesquicon and Mona Shores Comic Con right here in our town. Um, let's see. They do, let's see, there's Great Lakes Comic Con as well, which is closer towards Detroit. Uh, there's see. a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
RC3, which is really cool Comic-Con. Uh, JFAX is another really big convention that they do uh, around the Grand Rapids area. I believe it's more anime-driven, though. Um, there's a lot of anime ones that have been blooming. Uh, DokidoCon in Kalamazoo. Um, KoganCon in Grand Haven. Uh, but yeah, the, I could go on. There's a lot of them. We our first Our first year, we wanted to hit everything we could. And we covered 17 conventions in that year. Holy That's a, cow. a lot. It was yeah. a big, we definitely downsized in 20, 2018 after we kind of were set step back and we're like, okay, let's take a breath. We kind of went ham first year. <laughs> like, let's slow it down a little. Let's aim for like 10, you know, maybe. Right. Definitely. Uh, definitely. It, it's so, been a ride. So we're about to hit the 45 minute mark here. We like to typically wrap things up at an hour. You know, is there anything you want the audience to know about you, where they can find you, where they can listen to you or watch your podcast? And what do you have coming up for this coming season? I know you mentioned a lot of events. Where's the next one that they're going to be able to find you at? Okay. So as far as where to find us, um, our main hub is our Facebook, which is facebook.com backslash GGNN231. That's Geekly Gab Nerdical Nonsense, GGNN231 being the area code. Um, that's, that's, our, that's our main hub. We used to do SoundCloud. I, I really want to start pushing our old podcast to maybe anchor and, and have a hub there where you can listen to our old stuff and maybe start some more podcasts soon. Most of the stuff is on Facebook, though. Um, we do a lot of the videos. All of the interviews goes on Facebook. We, we interact with the community on there. Um, so that's basically the main hub to find us. So that's, that, once again, GGNN231 after facebook.com backslash. Um, as far as events, the like I said before, we have Tulip City Comics and Toy Fair that we're going to next. It's always a fun show. It's it's a it's it's definitely a small con, but like if you're a toy collector, it's a really fun convention because like there's I'm I'm huge on toys. Like for like I'll I, I brought this just to kind of give you a, a this is where it oh, started. Man. Yeah. Yep. This is yeah. where it started. 84 Mattel, He-Man, and the Masters of the Universe. This is where my collection, my everything started with this whole room. Um, and that's the type of stuff you're going to find at like Tulip City is just vintage toys, vintage comics. Um, it's really good, really good spot. Um, they have, I'm hoping, I haven't heard back from a lot of conventions yet. I'm hoping to do Indiana Comic Convention again. We did that last year for the first time. That was wonderful. I got to meet Joey Fatone from NSYNC. Dude is, oh, dude, wow. is dude was really cool. We interviewed him. I got to interview Edward Furlong from Terminator 2. I got to interview um, James Murray or Murr from Impractical Jokers. That was probably oh, my wow. He was really cool. Um, we normally try to do PopCon every year as well. That's coming up in June or July. They that's in Indiana, Indianapolis as well, and that one's really fun. I've I've done some amazing interviews there. It's a lot of like anime voice actors and stuff. We did a lot of Dragon Ball Z actors like Monica Rial who plays Bulma. Um, we've done. I met two of the, two out of four of the Super Troopers there and did wow. an interview. I got to meet Flash Gordon at PopCon, Sam Jones, and do an interview with him. So um, the, the, that, those two Indiana uh, conventions are just just a blast. Uh, trying to think of any other one I'm missing. Obviously, Motor City's coming up. Uh, we've never covered that one. 
Ironically, though, I went as a guest one time and I, I scored an interview with Jason David Frank, the original Green Ranger who just passed away recently. Um, oh. And that was that was a true like I've never met. I've been to cons, you know, year in, year out, and I've still met very few people that were like Jason David Frank. He was amazing he played he always went to his booth and he stayed there until what he called lfs last fan standing so if there was a million people there he wasn't leaving until he saw every single one of those people and like that's a super very this is a super rare thing uh, i have yeah. only i've only seen it with a few other people i just seen it with trish stratus at astronomicon she just did that as well and we just put that interview out with her um and it was that type of thing is really cool to see cons are just really fun because you get to see you get to see some magical stuff um people paying it forward um just people just being in a judgment-free zone you know what i mean just not not caring they're just having a blast because they they're they're in their element and they're with their people you know what i mean and everybody's their people at a comic-con that's the cool thing about it so. definitely that's awesome. And that's kind of like the cannabis industry and these big events that I go to, you know, oh, yeah. that's why this can go so hand in hand. I think it's just in the end, we're just a bunch of stoners that like collecting toys and watching, you know, vintage or nostalgic cartoons and uh, just enjoying good smoke, you know, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so I'm going to have to come out to one of them because I've never been to one, you know, and, and I've always wanted to. And I think the next big one that's nearby, I might have to pop in, you know. I highly recommend Astronomicon. Um, it's they're they're very um, they're very welcoming to can to people who smoke cannabis, ingest cannabis like they're very welcome to that to them. It's still a family event. People still, you know, people are. Respectful. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the cool thing. Like last year, this last year, because Kevin Kevin Smith didn't make it, they're actually making a uh, a second convention this year, and they're bringing Kevin Smith. So um, all our VIP tickets get rolled over to that. So that's coming up wow. as well. No, when this year, but it's happening. So if that does, you should come out to that because that's going to be pretty awesome. That would um, be cool. Yeah. This last Astronomicon, I'll give you one last uh, stoner story uh, with a celebrity. Um, so uh, if you guys know who Peter Dante is, he played Dante in Grandma's Boy. He's in a lot of the Adam <laughs> Sandler films. I'm the water boy. I got a wooden spoon. That you know that. Yep, yep. He was at Astronomicon and he was doing birth there. He was doing bong rips for fifty bucks. So you got to, for fifty bucks, you got to sit there and hang out with Peter Dante and smoke some of his weed. He had weed for sale because he grows it himself. So they they had they had at his booth weed available to anybody who could prove that they were over the age of 18. It was pretty awesome. I've never seen that at a convention. And I was like, it was my, it was my weekend. It was the weekend after my birthday. So I was celebrating my birthday, obviously that weekend. And I told him, I was like, I threw 50 bucks on the table. I was probably one of the first ones to buy one. And I said, scheduling my shit. Cause I missed out on it last year. He did the same thing last Astronomicon. Wow. And I was scheduling it now we're getting we're getting fucked up dude he said all right cool and i told him i was like it's my birthday so make it a nice rip he said i got you i have it in 4k the entire experience <laughs> that's uh, badass yeah 
pretty soon. I think it'll be worth posting because it was really fun. He's he sang a funny little song to me and stuff, and then he and then he we, me and him got to smoke, and it was it was just a really good time. So, and that's yeah, the type definitely. of at Astronomicon you're not going to see at any other convention. I can promise you that. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. You know that is totally awesome. You know, I me, you know, that's kind of like would be like me smoking with like Seth Rogen. If I ever had that opportunity, man, I would just like to do it for the opportunity, you know, like you ain't never going to have that type of opportunity again. So fun fact, Seth Rogen is the person who got Kevin Smith into smoking weed. No shit. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people don't know this, but Zach and Mary make a porno is a Kevin Smith film. Um, and he, on the set, uh, just one night after wrap-up, he smoked weed with Seth. Seth kind of gave him a convincing argument of why cannabis is what it is to him. And from that day on until just a couple months ago, <laughs> Kevin had been constantly smoking cannabis. So that's, that's a awesome. fact. Definitely. You know, and I, I'll get you guys' links and I'll patch them in the description below, you know, where they can find you and where they connect and Everybody that wants to be a nerd, nerd out weekly with you guys, you know, they can come check out what you guys got going on. Definitely. It was an absolute pleasure having you on, Shane. For anybody out there that's interested, check out the Geekly Gab. You can find him on Facebook and eventually, hopefully, SoundCloud. And I want to let you know about Anchor, by the way. It's something you don't might not know now. Anchor mm-hmm. is now owned by Spotify, and it's called Spotify for Podcasts. We use it ourselves oh. over here. Yep. Okay. Okay, cool. I'll have to do some get into that because yeah, I wanna. I have all our old episodes. We have like over three hundred episodes. Um, so That'd be a good content. And then yeah. on top of that, you know, YouTube is just rolling out this year. Uh, YouTube um, music is now gonna include podcasts. So you guys get on there. You could jump on the viral thing while it's still hot. You know. Yeah, for sure. And with all that content, we'd have something to roll out every day. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the way to go. So with that being said, we appreciate you coming on the Organically Blunt Show, Shane, and have a great evening. And thanks, everybody out there, for enjoying the rest of the show. Have a great evening, everybody. Thanks. You've been listening to the Organically Blunt Show, a cannabis lifestyle podcast that's raw, uncut, and unedited. Thanks for listening to the show. We would like to give thanks to this episode's partners. Grow Strong Industries, the mother brand of Gorilla Grow Tint, Kind LED, and Lotus Nutrients. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Seedsman Seeds, a trusted seed bank with over 20 years in the industry. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. 10. Horticulture Lighting Group, HLG, Real Efficiency, Real Yields, and Made in the USA. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Rain Science Grow Bags, one-of-a-kind mesh grow bags that eliminate problems and increase yields. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Grove Bags, the best curing solution to save terps. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Captain Redbeard Seeds, genetics that are loyal to the soil. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Humboldt Seed Company, Humboldt's original seed. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Fishhead Farms, the maker of fish shit, the most robust beneficial bacteria on the market. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Sofim Genetics, quality genetics at a fair price. Use coupon code OrganicallyBlunt. Green Wolf Genetics, 
These genetics come from a wolf pack that runs with quality and no BS. Use coupon code ORGANICALLYBLUNT. Utopic Essential Nutrients. Discover the truth. Use coupon code ORGANICALLYBLUNT. Stream Gardening. World-leading mycorrhizal fungi. Dry tents, because we all need a place to dry that harvest. Use coupon code ORGANICALLYBLUNT. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to comment, like, and subscribe. And in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at ORGANICALLYBLUNT or on Social Club at ORGANICALLYBLUNT. You can reach us also via email at ORGANICALLYBLUNT at gmail.com. ORGANICALLYBLUNT can be found where you listen to podcasts such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts. See you next time on the Organically Blunt Show.